And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we're old enough to remember how good old hardwired tech was. Uh, no, nothing, uh, present company accepted, of course. <laughs> Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. By the way, uh, I literally just thought to do that literally as I was talking. So uh, those of you that are listening after the fact, it, look, it's inside the first five minutes of the show. Just give us a view on YouTube. That'd be nice. Appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> Let me go ahead and slam it down, though. Uh, oh, it's so yeah, of course, he muted, him, and he muted himself when he did it. Thanks a lot. No, 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 no. That's that's came across on YouTube, and that's the important part. It's picked up on the recording. So <laughs> that's the important part. So hi, good isn't evening. that so satisfying, though? It is. It is. For those of you that are uh, with us live, of course, um, you've got a treat because you actually hear all the audio that these guys don't because Discord mutes very, very loud. I, I can't imagine why. However, speaking of treats, from up north of the border tonight, rejoining us because I told him what I was planning on doing is just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm in this time. Dallin, good to have you back. Well, given that it was sort of my fault that uh, tonight's topic was uh, even tabled, I, I figured I'd better show up and um, offer my two and a half cents on this one. See, you, you, you say fault. I say inspiration. Potato, potato. It's all good. Let's just go and get ourselves some tea music. I'm, I won't do that again. Midwest. Yeah. Okay, dear bud. I'm going to tell you right now, that was probably the worst Hoser accent I've ever heard. You should be ashamed of yourself for talking like that. But you know me. I'm not. Down to the right, to the Midwest of the U.S. Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Off to the right coast, Unredo Tech. Hi, good morning. Good morning. And jumping and skipping across over the water to Paris, friends. Joseph, good morning. Good morning. It's good to have jumping you guys. Jumping and skipping over the water as well. Yeah, see, I can't say that without hearing in my head, and there are only a handful of people that are going to get this reference. Running and hopping and skipping and jumping and running and hopping and skipping and jumping and running and hopping and skipping and jumping. Silence! Anybody that actually gets that reference, oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I can say that about myself. Uh, you want to know what, what the, wrong <laughs> you you want to know what the what the reference is? You're gonna have to actually ask, and in order to do that, you would have to be with us live because then you can type over in the live chat right now, which is up and running right now. So, Felis, Stephanie, good morning and evening in reverse order. So, hi guys, good to good to have you, and of course, as usual, on behalf of all of us, it's good to see that you are able to be with us because that means that you're healthy enough to do it. Lord knows we kind of worry about you guys collectively. You know that, right? I mean, it's not like we don't harp on this every week. Just be there as it may. So it's good to be back with you guys. Uh, yeah, it's 
it, it, it's been it's been a hell of a week, and I don't know about anybody else, but uh, the real quick uh, sanity check in for all of us, for me in particular, I had uh, I, I had memories coming back from Facebook from 2014 when we had you know five feet a uh, 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 two. Uh, a meter, a meter and a third, a meter and two thirds of snow out here where I live, which also happens to be the year that I popped the sciatic nerve in my back, and that was bad. Ew. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was bad. How much pain were you in, Shujin? Well, how much pain were you in? <laughs> how Close much it. pain was it? Yeah, it it was you you. It was so bad. Uh, when How I, bad was it? Uh, I got when I got out of bed to try to get to the bathroom. I was in such pain I was sweating before I was able to walk to the foot of the bed. Oh, I've had to, I've had days like I that. that kind of pain, well, you know, yeah. if you sweat enough, then you won't have to pee anymore. No, not true. <laughs> no. However, I did. However, I have I have found out the bad way. By the way. That uh, if you are on a bike ride, long distance bike ride, which for, for the ride for Roswell in particular, uh, and it's and it's a nice sunny day out. If you don't drink enough, you won't pee for thirty miles. Yeah. I found that one out the hard way one year. Yeah, and if you don't I, pee, you get the toxins to build up. Yeah, I was going to say, there are some side effects to that. You know, like, you really can't spin that one and say that it's a good thing. I didn't say it was a good thing. I, I just said yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like It's like, okay, you know, short-term gain, but long-term, I guess it's pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Folks, if you ever want to learn how to, you know, lose weight the easy way, that's not the easy way. Buy a tapeworm. That'll take care of it for you. Plus, it'll stimulate the economy somewhere. I, I, I don't know. Uh, generally speaking, just a real quick mental health check-in. Uh, how, how are you guys all doing? Uh, Dallin, I mean, the fact that you're back means that there's a little bit of guilt that you decided, uh, I guess I got to own this one. <laughs> That's part of it. Um, no, We, th- we talked better. about that last night. We talked yeah, about no, that. Things are doing better. Uh, the past couple of weeks, I've had a few... Uh, a few things on my mind, uh, just again, trying to bounce back from, uh, that wonderful year that was last year. True that. And yeah, you know, it's, it feels like some days it's, you know, one step forward, two steps back. But when I look back, I realize I actually am getting further along than I thought I was. And, uh, today actually I, um, I was out with family earlier today and just kind of got reminded that, uh, that things are getting better, that, that things are doing okay. And that, uh, I still have a few things to take care of, but at least they are getting taken care of. You know, it's just, um, it's really weird when you even just get in, you don't want to answer the phone. You don't want to look at your email because you just get this feeling of existential dread that something's going to happen or that somebody's out to do something or that there's something you've overlooked and that you can't do anything about. And yeah, sometimes you can't, sometimes you do. It's exhausting, but you know, I'm getting through it. 
Fair enough. Bridget, I saw that uh, you're relatively happy at the moment, which is which is good. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. I'm not getting out of my house because, you know, COVID is still a thing locally. And I found out that, you know, one out of five people in my county have now had it. Which is quite a bit. So that everybody understands when I said that uh, she she was kind of happy, that that wasn't the happy part. Uh, I, I We kind of... <laughs> We kind of talk about more uh, personal, professional stuff, and yeah, but the the COVID free remote job, you know, is going really, really well. Um, it's it's just really nice to work for a company where I don't feel expendable. It's been a long time, you know, since I've not felt expendable and walking on eggshells. Remember, everybody, the line is. I'm not expendable. I'm not stupid, and I'm not going. Yeah. Again, Amen to that one, Bridge. There, there are a handful of people that actually get that reference, also, and you're my British people. Thank you, yeah. Tech. How, how, how you been holding up? Because, because you know, we we kind of missed you last time. Kind, kind of, kind of. I I know what you might have missed. Uh, it's okay, you know. I see the warning shot over the uh, the hole in the wall there. Uh, I just was surprised that uh, Joey had that good of aim from so many states away. You know, yeah, you, you we would he all be surprised account. sometimes. Yeah, he just forgot to account the storm. So you know, well, three inches to the left yeah, would have been a different story. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Should you have said that in public? I mean, if he is listening. You know, well, I, I could just I could just see the instant message now. Compensating. Compensating. <laughs> yeah, but see well, if now, I go silent and you suddenly hear a gurgling sound, then you know uh, yeah. we need we need to get an alibi. <laughs> just, yeah. Just just look right here, wait for the flash. Yeah, say cheese. See, see now 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 you gotta remember this now means that Joey knows. But that also means that tech knows that Joey knows. And we know how this plays out. And we really don't need to go into this whole big long epitome of of, of craziness. So I'll just stop it right there. <laughs> but it's good. It's good to have you back. And Joseph, yeah, how, how are you holding up this week? You do you doing okay? Yeah, fine. I have a new project. <laughs> yet, well, again, yet again. Yet yeah. again. Well. I had to put the the castle stuff to the side, uh, so I have to replace it with something else. Not uh, axial, axial flux electric motors. Look it up. Oh, good lord! Yeah. Yet again, Jeez. more stuff that I know absolutely nothing about. Yeah, but that's why I'm getting into it because I discovered I know. Well, last weekend I discovered I know absolutely nothing about electrical motors. So. Well, now is probably the best time to start yep. investigating because there could be an opportunity. There's that. Well, geez, yeah. 90, 96% efficiency. Hmm. And voila talk. Um, yeah, I can, I, can, I can see that. I can see that. Keep that in mind. And, so anyway. the, goal is, and the goal is making an electric uh, Morgan three-wheeler. Oh, good Lord. Okay, you know what? <laughs> he he didn't say it was a Robin. 
So the the possibility of it being a death trap, death trap, death trap. Listen to me, death trap is is greatly reduced. Oh, just, but, yeah, a, a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. The most horrible car in the world, but fun as fuck to drive. <laughs> Take your word on that. Anyway, all right. So uh, for those of you that are watching, you might notice that things uh, you're, you're probably looking at the screen right now, kind of going, uh, something looks weird. So it looks different. Yes. Yes, things things are a little bit different on the screen at the moment. I finally moved my uh, Windows installation to a, a new SSD, which failed. And then uh, the, the SSD didn't fail. The, the installation failed. So I did a nuke and pave on the SSD and finally got it installed. So I had to completely rebuild the way that OBS is currently set up. But silly me, I didn't think to reinstall all my old fonts off of the old 2002 font CD that I've got. <laughs> yeah, I bought it for the Amiga back in 19... Not, uh, who the hell was it? 97? Uh, and, I mean, there are a handful of fonts that I actually have used and I like. And uh, so if anybody is looking right now at the screen and you're going... Geez, that looks like uh, standard Windows area. Yes, it is. But, okay, <laughs> just leave me alone right now. Uh, you know, as soon as you mentioned fonts, I started thinking back to uh, one of my one of my earlier jobs when I was doing um, when I was a sysadmin. Somebody needed a font installed on their machine. It was a, a CAD station and was running Windows Vista. Hey, it was all we had at the okay. day. It was oh. all we had at the time. I mean, BTN. That's fine. Yeah. So normally, you can, you know, open up a window with a with your font list. Open up your C colon Windows slash fonts, and typically you can click and drag the font over, and it auto installs. Well, this particular flavor of the operating system didn't want me to do that. So I had to import the font. I actually had to go through, you know, file import. Here's the crazy thing. Uh-huh. Now, keep in mind, this is Windows Vista. So we've had, uh, we've had 95, 98, 98 SE, ME, 2000, XP, uh, Vista, I believe, is where we were at at that point. It was just, just pre-Windows 7, I think, if Sounds I remember correctly. Right. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. When I did the file import on the font screen, the dialog box that came up, you know, where you choose, you know, what directory you want to pull the fonts from. Right. Was a Windows 3.1 style interface. They were using the old install shield program, weren't they? Not even that. Like if you remember three one one when you did file open and you got like the uh, you got the folders on one side and the the names on the other, and it was just that tiny little box, and it had you know the the weird fonts and everything that they that they were famous for at, in the time. That's what I saw. Damn. I wish I'd had a camera with me right there. I'd have taken that screenshot and. I I could not believe that. Well, actually, no, I could because you got so many programmers working on that OS, you know, upgrading interfaces and upgrading all this. And the one that 
nobody probably uses because you can just normally click and drag a font over still had the old interface. I just, I, I sat there. Like I, I called my, my partner over like, dude, you got to see this. He looked, he's like, how did you do that? I clicked here and I clicked here. Okay. Why did you do that? Because I couldn't do it the older way. See? Oh, he says. <laughs> yeah, so I, I pulled out my, uh, my big file folder of, of CDs because I was, I was going to find out where my, uh, like I was saying, my uh, Key Fonts Pro 2002, because it was not the year, it was, oh, my camera is backwards on the screens because I did not fix that for you guys. Well, you know what? Screw it. It'll, it'll, it'll happen later, but uh, I, I still have my old, my old thing, but uh, I will be using that a little bit later. The first item, the first page of stuff. I can't believe I get to show you guys this ditto tools from Iomega. <laughs> I have freaking ditto tools from Gio. Iomega. Anyone else having a flashback here? <laughs> Uh, you more like PTSD. Could be worse. Trust me, eh. it can always be worse. I I can just uh, say, <clears throat> yeah. I've got an install CD for uh, next. I don't think I've got that, but I've got the install for the opened uh, the the freebied version of Solaris that was put out and. That was bad. I have sitting on my desk a five and a quarter inch floppy of DOS 1.0. I keep it there as a reminder of where we've come technology-wise. Yes, DOS 1.0, otherwise known as Commodore Basic 5. Effectively. It it, it really wasn't. Commodore Basic was so much better. Anyway. Oh my god. We will, you know what? We, we will have to do. We will have to do a. I was so old when show fun show. Sometimes. Well, I guarantee we'll, we'll, we'll that with regards to having stuff around the house, you probably have more iconic things from the past still around the house than I do, because I'm, you know, I share space and all that. But I, I have, you know, some things that are interesting. Like I know you guys were talking about mask uh, the other night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have the Chevy. Oh, okay. the, the the flying the Camaro. powder blue Chevy that pops oh. up and turns into a sixth wheel tank. The okay. spare tire is literally a flying landmine. If you push down on the rear bumper, it's spring loaded and it ejects. Well, we have to keep okay. that. That is yeah. cool. Yeah, I still have all the pieces. Yeah, and you see, that's why I said that Mask kicks the Power Rangers' ass, because they just have the better damn toys. You were not wrong. The cartoon Uh, was kind of good, but, uh, you know, uh, I I still like G.I. Joe better for cartoons, but toy-wise, Mask and the Transformers were... Those were hot commodities. Oh, you know, the you know what? last time I last time I went to a Comic Con uh here up here, I wanted I, I was looking around the, the toy the toy bins to see if I could find a jet fire. Because uh I'm I'm a huge 
fan of that particular jet. I'm also a fan of, you know, Robotech, which is where Jetfire came from. Yeah. Try to find one that's in, okay. The one, the only one I found was in kind of a condition. And even that they wanted way too much money for it. And I still have my rock Lords, which were spin off of GoBots. Oh God. That's, yeah. that's, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that. Yeah. You know what? As, as we come up on to, uh, as we get into December, maybe that's something that we'll do. We'll, we'll go through and we'll just talk about just toys because, yeah. you know, holiday season. Cause, yeah. The so, Christmas wish book. Basically, yeah. So let's, let's kind of get things rolling. Uh, I did go looking up for Reef Badawi. We have no new information, unfortunately. Which is, uh, of course, we know full well, all too much the norm right now. However, as of the recording of tonight's show, that now means it has been nine years, five months, 11 days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes or thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. But otherwise, let me get things rolling over here, and then we'll come back for the horrible scopes. So, with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Curvature. Okay, I know full well there are going to be some people right now who are going to be like, "Oh crap, is he going to talk flat?" Or no, no. I mean, yes, we did have the we did have the uh, 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 the lunar eclipse the other night, which I mean, very cool. I saw a, a tweet where a, a guy had actually photographed the moon with I, I don't remember what he used, but a really good lens, decent telephoto lens. And was able to capture the International Space Station going across the face of the moon. Let me tell you, trying to figure out if that was ISS or a TIE fighter in low Earth orbit was really, really tough because they kind of look the same. Be that as it may. Curvature in this case, believe it or not, has got everything to do instead with how we look at things. And in this particular case, we, as humans, uh, the species that we are, we look at things a little bit differently than what we otherwise normally would. For instance, we, generally speaking, we all see things in the typical three cardinal directions, relative cardinal directions, which are typified as up, down, left, right, forward, backwards. But we hardly ever think of the time factor. And it's something that's really tough for us to deal with. Because, I mean, you remember, you know, generally speaking, human lifespan is generally about 75 years currently. It's not exactly, but give me a little bit of wiggle room on this one. But because of that, we don't really notice what changes happen from minute to minute hour to hour, day to day, we start to notice things that happen on longer time frames, typically. Something that I noticed, and I, I've been noticing, and I, I brought it to the attention. Yesterday, I went out to the college to pick up my son, because, you know, it's Thanksgiving next week, so Thanksgiving break is going on right now for him. Which is cool. It's nice to have him back. 
having some good laughs, let me tell you, sharing videos back and forth because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the cool dad. Well, I mean, I'm the cool parent in the, yeah, I'm kind of the old parent, but okay, whatever. We'll leave that aside. But what I told them was I finally came to notice how much he has changed how much he has grown. There are little bits and pieces that I've been noticing that, that are finally like clicking in my head where it's just like, it's not a thing that I can specifically put a pin into, but there are little pieces that show me how he's now been behaving with things, how he's been coping, how he's been dealing with stuff. He had to do something that was difficult for him to do. Uh, I, I'm not going to go into the details of it. I will go as far as to say he had to prioritize his schooling over something. What it was doesn't matter. But he actually thought hard about what to do, how to do, what was the best way to do, and was it the right thing to do? He thought through a really complicated thing, a really complex adult thing, and he adulted through it. And I know, you know, he's, he's a college guy. I'm not going to call him a college kid. I don't want, I don't want to do that to him anymore, to any college student, but he's learning. He's experiencing. He's finding his way. He's spreading his wings, man. He's, he's finding out how to navigate through stuff. And I can't take full credit for it all, but I'm really proud that I can take at least some credit because I helped curve along how that plays out. And I, for one, I'm proud for my kid. Thanks for letting me be there for you, kid. Episode 385 on the docket, Your Honor, will bite our own. So this is kind of a weird one. And the, the overall impetus was, like I said, you know, Dallin and I were talking last night during, uh, uh, during the radio stream that we do. And kind of realized that, you know, the, the idea of the us versus them mentality is something that we talk about a lot on the show and, and rightly so because it comes up a lot. But there seems to be a tendency for, again, broad strokes. I know a tendency for one of the four groups, uh, uh, I'll explain in a minute, who are willing to bite at their own if they had stepped out of line of what is expected or what is considered proper decorum. And again, that's that itself is a broad brush. And the question is, is that really a good long-term strategy? Or is it ultimately something that just ends in well, it's been nice knowing you. You literally 
destroyed yourselves from the inside out. And I think it's going to be kind of interesting to go down that, down that rabbit hole a little bit. We'll see where it takes us. While we've got that, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, I don't, I didn't put together a, a drink for myself tonight. So, uh, the heater kicking on every once in a while is starting to dry me a little bit. And I got to be a little bit more careful about that. I, as an aside to that, by the way, I'm going to refrain from getting any more beer for a while because I have a funny feeling that some of the weird problems that I've had with sleeping uncomfortably and not being rested might have something to do with that. I think I'm kind of testing a hypothesis just a little bit. So we'll see how this plays out. So sorry, no beer to test out for a little while. We'll see how it plays. But otherwise, We'll get rolling over here with the horrible scopes, give you something to laugh about, and then we'll go ahead and we'll dunk on whatever it is that we come up with. So for those of you that do know what your astrological signs are, cool. Those of you that don't, roll a d12. I don't care. Borrow somebody else's. We'll see how this plays out. And this is going to be a little bit interesting because uh, Dallin and I know how one of these plays out a little bit further. It's not going to play that same way. Aries. So... After bribing for a good horrible scope last week, you didn't bother bribing us again? Okay. Remember that bread recipe we told you about last week? We hope that you enjoy it a lot. You know why? Because bread makes you fat. That's right. Yeah, made of Scott Pilgrim reference, and I'm not apologetic. Bread makes you fat. Enjoy. Dallin for you. All right. Excuse me. Taurus. You hated getting socks for gifts as a kid. But now, look at what's available for you. Everything from rock star faces to food brands to Hawaiian shirt themes. Don't wait for the holidays. Buy some for yourself because... They're fun. You deserve to smile for a change. Gemini, you are not as good a singer as you think you are, but that's not what matters, right? You sing because you want to enjoy yourself, not please others. So go ahead and belt out those choruses at the red light any chance you can. <clears throat> it looks like Dallin was made for this next one. Cancer Moonchild. Sort of. I'll explain in a minute. <laughs> yeah, because there's no way in heck I'm doing that. Um, a message to all our Cancerians of Swedish descent. We know the Swedish chef is not speaking real Swedish, too. Thank you for being good sports about him since mm, 1975. He's been learning how to speak proper Swedish ever since. Dallin, would you please? Oh, God. He Bastard. <laughs> me, 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 me. Bork, bork, bork. Okay, do, do not make me get all schwing on you. Shuja knows what I'm talking about. I know. <clears throat> A boom. Okay, um. Vi vet at den svenska kocken inte hela prater vritig svenska. Tack för att du är bra sport om honom 
Så den nytton fem. Han har lärt sig att prata ordentlig svenska sedan dess. If anybody, and I mean anybody, is hearing this who speaks Swedish, I don't apologize because I'm Norwegian by descent. Screw all of you. Bravo. And I can only go ahead and say that um, I ran it through Google Translate, so blame me. Joseph, up for you. I'm muted again. Sorry. They are. <laughs> okay. Where are we? Uh, Leo. Yeah. Leo. Leo. We kind of owe you an apology, Leo. When we said to attach 12 box fans under your bed, we didn't remind you to set on, to only set them to low. On the bright side, you always did want to redo the ceiling with a new color, right? Maybe a nice sky blue to wake up every day. Wake up to every day. B-E-H-R's Peaceful River looks like a great choice. Yeah. B E H R. It's Bear. It's a paint. It's a very good paint brand over here in uh, North America. Oh, okay. Virgo, your bribe is going to roll over this week, Virgo. That giant plastic garbage bag with twenty years worth of laundry lint will finally be going to a use. Learn how to use a sewing machine, and you can make a life-sized. My Little Pony plushie, and use the lint as the stuffing. Those things can sell for $1,500 easy. As an aside, when I wrote life-size, I mean there are people who make literal life-sized versions, where, like, eight-year-old kids can sit on the backsides of these things, and they look like they're ready to fly off to the sky with him. That actually is kind of cool when you think about it. It is. Hmm. All right, Libra. Life is like a box of chocolates. The best ones have many different things to experience in a multitude of shapes and colors and are best shared. So stop being stingy and give us some of your chocolates already. Not that one, the one with the rum in it. Thanks. Cheers. Ooh, which reminds me, we're getting into the season of brandy beans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. Scorpio, putting little silicone caps on your cat's murder mitten needles was a stroke of genius. Get some good sleep this week because you'll need it. Family is wondering if you'll show up for the holidays, so go out and buy two new dress shirts. You know the cattle shed on one of them. And just for putting those silicon caps on, if all they do is shed, you got lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tech? Mr. Tech, are you there, sir? Yeah, I mute button on my headset. Uh, Sagittarius, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Deciding to let someone else try to shoot a Canadian feathered murder flap flap was a good idea. Your hunting partner had the same idea. Let you shoot first. Spending the the day together with zero ammunition and talking about how good that goose might have tasted without the hospital stay? Priceless. 
Frozen Goose will be available at your local, local supermarkets next week. Shmaybe. Yeah, a solid shmaybe on that one, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Solid shmaybe. And, and the best part is I know Dallin knows where I'm coming from with that one. Oh, my God. I'm still waiting for the next one to come out. Trust the awesomeness. I mean, for Christ's sakes, the cliffhanger on that last book, God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Joseph, over to you. And your muted head. <laughs> yes, as usual. Very sorry. Um, Capricorn. Yeah, it's my sign. No, you did not lose your special... What? No, you did not lose your special muted powers while the moon was eclipsed. You fell asleep at two in the morning like a normal person. Stop falling asleep to the X-Men movies. Well, here's a good idea. Stop making the X-Men movies so damn boring. Oh, God, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Not really. Inside voice. Aquarius, before you try to take over the world... Oh, crap, I should really do this. Before you try to take over the world, make sure you run your plan past a panel of kids from 8 to 12 years old. If they tell you your plan is stupid, you should listen to them and adjust your plans accordingly and give them bonuses for figuring out what's wrong. Something cool, like a ride in the old Batmobile. You know, the good one. The one that was built like a tank before it was built like a tank. <laughs> I, I don't know where it is, but I have a picture of myself in the classic Batmobile. The the, the Futura? Yeah. Ooh. It was a replica at one of the Comic-Cons I went to. I don't care if it's a replica or not. That's still cool. Mm-hmm. That was a damn nice car, too, I gotta say. That's true. Anyways, rounding out with Pisces. When was the last time you had pizza and wings for dinner? You, you're overdue for a movie night at home. And remember, the best topping combination is sausage, onion, and banana peppers. Because that makes it pizza, open-faced calzone, and a sausage and peppers hoagie all at once. And really, how can you beat that? You can't. Mm. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, <laughs> I'm not doing my job right, I guess. But, yeah. but if, if you want a better one, you can always bribe us and, and we'll see what we can do from there. Otherwise, yeah. piss up a rope. I don't care. I'm sorry. And, did I say uh, that when I won? Yeah. Sorry. And, and bef- before we move on, I, I saw something in one of my other Discord channels, and you probably saw it too, since you're on that same channel. And Okay, I've been trying, you know, I've been actually doing some auditioning for different podcasts and audio dramas and stuff like that. This one came up and I thought, I've got to do this one in my TV announcer voice. So if if you guys will indulge me. All right. This okay. <clears throat> You're going to love this one. Do you suffer from anxiety attacks? Are they often caused by stupid people? Well, we at Chuchko have a solution for you. Get yourself an emotional support honey badger. (laughs) Unlike other companion animals that snuggle up to provide physical comfort and a safe space during anxiety attacks, 
The emotional support honey badger instead physically attacks and savages the absolute living hell out of the stupid idiot bothering you, thus removing the source of the anxiety. Much more efficient. Ask your doctor if honey badger is right for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Armageddon! <laughs> It was just one of those ones you look at and you go like, I have to try this. <laughs> you know, I just suddenly realized you got done with it and I finally realized, oh yeah, as far as props are concerned, yeah, I I, I could have had a prop to, to work with. Oh. I, I still I still have my 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 cube uh DJ Palm 3. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Got them underneath the uh, underneath the counter over here, right next to me, along with the uh, the dial up um, phone and where I keep my hat and uh, where I, where I keep my other hat. Okay, so he's working on like tickle trunk mark one here. Um, what? Oh, sorry, I, I forgot. I forgot who I was talking to. Ah. Uh. For those of you not born in Canada, and for those of you who did not grow up indoctrinated oh, by the CBC. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got it. I know I yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Old show called Mr. Dress Up. And all his costumes and all his props were inside a big red trunk he called the Tickle Trunk. And that's, some that's of the, fair. Yeah. Some of the stuff he pulled out of there is just like, he's he's got some serious Mary Poppins action going on there. That makes perfect Social sense. Social distance service dogs. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Can we get them in like one of those travel bags? <laughs> you know, you know, like uh, what's her face? Um, Hilton, whatever. Paris Hilton oh, has oh, one of those, one of her, her little pet carriers, yeah, and the, take the, it to the, the mall. The Yorkie and the Gucci bag, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I want to see somebody put a skunk in a Gucci bag and take it to the mall. <laughs> I just had the I, I'm, the reason why I laugh so hard for those of who are listening and can't see obviously is that Bridget just posted a picture a meme of three skunks just kind of moseying around and sniffing the ground being skunks and doing nothing in particular it says social distance service dogs only three left message me <laughs> and the first thing I thought of Ace Ventura pet detective when he goes, say hello to my little friend. And he's got a skunk being held backwards and he lifts up the tail and uses it like a gun. And <laughs> say hello to my stinky little friend. Could you imagine this, like just having your pet skunk at the mall and you get one of those ridiculous anti-vaxxers? If you're wearing a mask, you're part of the oppressive movement and, and it's like Auschwitz and it's like, uh, bitch, please. Have a, part of yeah. my family almost didn't escape the Holocaust. Uh, say hello to my little friend. Yeah, it's like, oh, so, so you're, you're harping on me for, for wearing a mask. Well, in about three seconds, you're going to wish you were wearing one. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're welcome, Shajan. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's not you. Um, before we got started, I had to uh, monkey around with the audio settings 
didn't help in the least. Uh, so Dallin, if, if suddenly you look at the, uh, uh, the, um, 45 minute point in the show and you suddenly see the waveform kind of does this, that was him. Oh that yeah. 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 Sorry I'll, I'll, I'll definitely see that in post. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Did, did you just say, I'm sorry? No, no, no. You'd never hear a technician apologize for something that's not their fault. The the technology is obviously flawed. Dallin, just fix it in post. Right. Yeah. The Italian in me is about to say, uh, read my finger, but... Um, I'm sorry, yeah, I never learned sign language. It's okay. I'll just... I'll just thump it on the, the middle of your forehead. It'll be perfectly fine there. So perfectly shows the point that I was going for. We will eat our own. We will bite at our own when they have gone and done wrong by our standards. And in this particular case, you know, we're, we're joking, we're teasing. I mean, grand scheme of things, you know, audio levels, whatever, you know, it doesn't really much matter, really. What can you do? Yeah. But we've We've had several things that have, that have happened uh, in the local, relatively local news, th- and we're not going to be dealing with those because I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not willing to go down those particular problem childs. But other things that have popped up have kind of made this this particular topic worthwhile. So we've we've talked on many an occasion about the whole us versus you mentality that has happened, and I'm I'm figuratively speaking, you know the the us versus them, them versus us, or or team A versus team B, uh, pineapple on versus berries on. To some people understand that, and in politics. This has become a, a really, really annoying thing, especially over here in North America. And we know full well that this is kind of creeping all over the place. I'm not saying that the United States is the, the main purveyor, exporter of this problem. It's something that's it been happening. Where there is a group that will just hold on to each other, no matter what. Versus other groups that will just go ahead and say, look, you know, we're, we're working together. Sure. Yeah. But it's more important to make sure that if we're going down the way that we're going, we need to be in not lockstep because we should be in lockstep. Yes, sir. No, sir. The whole way. But just we should be going down for the same reasons. And. That's kind of where this is, where this has kind of come out from. And before I open it up, uh, there was a piece that I said early that uh, I need to kind of explain. When I said that there are one out of four groups in particular, the two groups that most folks will uh, associate with directly, especially over here in, in the U.S. And this, this kind of translates uh, elsewhere under different names. You have capital C conservative, K 
capital L, liberal, but then you also have capital R, Republican, capital D, Democrat. And those do have interlocking Venn diagrams, depending as to what's going on at any one time. It is possible to have these things overlap each other, and it is what it is. But like I said, it is far and away more likely from how I have seen how things operate that those who are of the liberal or progressive group are far and away more likely to say, hey, look, you're misbehaving with our common goals and our common ideals. Cut that the hell out and we'll go after them and tell them and make them pay for screwed around with versus the other three. And again, I know full well, I'm painting with a very large brush on this one, but that's how I have observed stuff. Your mileage may vary. So I kind of want to go down the, the kind of go down the rabbit hole of is that going to be an ultimate good or an ultimate hindrance against the face of the conservative and especially we'll, we'll stick with, with conservative because it's easier that way who tend to vote as an overall total block, not because they necessarily have the same ideals individually, but what seems to be absolute fealty to an ideology, if not necessarily to a person. So that's how this all played out. So yeah, congratulations. We're 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 almost into the holiday season and yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to piss off Santa before the before the night is over, I guess at this rate. So like I said, uh Dallin and I were talking about this one. So uh yeah. Do you want to give him a couple of uh, the the two examples quickly to give everybody the the sure. yeah, where it came the, from? Where this came from was um okay, this year in Canada our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, created a brand new holiday because of the uh, what was discovered in the, in the grounds of a former residential school, uh, namely the bodies of many, many unnamed Indigenous children. And so one of the results of all of that was he created a holiday for September 30th called uh, the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. I threw a link in our Discord chat, so if you want to throw that in the show notes later, that's fine. Sure. And it is basically it's it's a time to reflect. It's a time to, you know, recognize what happened, uh, attend a ceremony, maybe approach an elder. There is a pic- there's a particular way to do it. Uh, you offer certain gifts. Uh, I believe there's a gift of tobacco and something else. Uh, it's, it's a custom, uh, apparently I, I, I gloss over this quite a bit and I apologize. Um, but then from the elder, you can get wisdom, you can get a story, you can learn. And so keep in mind, this was the first, this is historic. This is groundbreaking. And our prime minister on September 30th 
instead of answering to the two invites he got to attend a ceremony, instead flew to a place called Tofino to go surfing. And he got caught. And if you guys have been watching Trudeau at all ever since 2015 when he came into power, he's been a very progressive individual. And we had a lot of really high hopes. We talked about it many times yeah. over in here. Yeah. Like, wh- why did you why did you make half of your cabinet women? And all he said was because it's 2015. And, you know, right there, it's, you know, mic drop, thug life, all that BS. And Which is fine. You know, again, if you can do the job, I really don't care who you are. If you're good at what you do and you show that you're committed and you're able, then you're the right person for the job. You know, and if, if anybody knows me, they know that's what I think. I'm a very practical-minded person. Anyway. And then Dallin told me about this. Yeah, but this was really the cherry on top of a Sunday of a lot of things people in his camp would like to forget. Uh, there has been a lot of, there, there are pictures that surfaced of him uh, wearing blackface. Now, that has a particular connotation all its own, especially these days. Yeah. At the time, probably didn't mean much. He's also been known to go around in clothing that if it were anybody else, and if it were anybody on the so-called opposite side, they would be put on blast for cultural appropriation. And you see, this is where I have the biggest problem with a lot of what's going on. It's like, okay, you point the finger and accuse person across the aisle of X. Answer me this. If that same person was on your side or shared your views and still did it, would you hold them to the same standard? And if you cannot answer that, if you cannot answer that with a yes, then you're a hypocrite and you should really not speak. Yeah. That's... And I, I think of the episode of Star Trek. I wish I could remember which one it was because I've used it before. The Yangs and the Comms. Where Kirk blasted, where they had the Constitution. You know the one I'm talking about. I do, and I can't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, Either we, we can find it later. But the point is where he says, these words must stand for must apply to everyone or they are worthless i'm paraphrasing so the the whole idea of calling somebody out even if they're on your own team for messing up i think i I think for survival i think it's actually a good thing because and i kind of wish joseph was here because i'm about to bastardize his uh his thing about the whole uh survive by imitation Mm -hmm. I I actually was thinking about this in the car on the, on the way to the movie today. Um, Survive by imitation will get you to, I would say, 80% of being able to survive on your own. That last 20% is the critical thought where you take what you've learned, scrutinize, evaluate, and adapt to yourself, which a lot of people don't do these days. And I honestly think blindly following a leader just because he's the leader, just because it's dear leader is 
overall detrimental because you're you're a lemming at that point. And we all know that lemmings do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, here's here's another one. Uh, wow, we're uh, we're we're crapping on my country this time. Maybe I should come on more often. That way, we get sort of that balance. Because I know you hate. I know you hate talking about your own country. You know, and I'm actually amazed. I have some stuff to scrutinize about my own place. Uh, my province, the premier, Jason Kenney. Uh, those of you that don't know, a premier is like a governor. They kind of run our little chunk of the country. He's had a couple of serious faux pas recently. And he's actually this weekend, he's paying the price. Uh, the two that I remember, uh, bef- last spring, he got up and said that Alberta was on a plan that if we hit certain vaccination targets and hit a certain low bar for hospital stays and a uh, number of tests, number of positive tests per day, we were going to start opening up the economy. We were going to start opening up businesses and patios and restaurants and Calgary stampede could go on. But at that time we were still working to that goal. So everybody still had to be masked up, social distance, all that stuff. The night he made that speech, Somebody caught him on the rooftop of the the building they were in, having an outdoor patio dinner with several key members of his cabinet. No mask, no social distancing, business as usual. Like, busted in 4K. As the youngins say these days. And then, that, that was faux pas number one. Where he he did pull me a culp on that one and say, you know, I'm sorry, and everybody kind of went, yeah, okay, he's a, he's a he's a dick, but you know, we'll, we'll let him go for now. The next one, when numbers began to surge again because of Delta variant and vaccine hesitancy and all that stuff, he disappeared for three weeks, went on vacation. So the mouthpiece of the province decided to go take a little little vacay while healthcare workers, frontline staff, all the essential people were running themselves freaking ragged trying to contain this thing that had gotten out of control because of people not recognizing the signs and clamping down in a timely fashion or doing something in a timely fashion. So yeah, he uh what I like about it though is that he not only he did get called out by the opposition. He got called out by a lot of people. This weekend there's a general meeting going on with the party where they're going to discuss his leadership. Which means his own people are holding him to a particular standard, which as they should. So See, we're we're not all uh, we're not all Timmies and and, and Tukes up here, you know. We got our own, we got problems too. 
which is annoying to put it mildly, but be that as it may, it means, you know, sadly, we're all human and we deal with the same things back and forth. <sighs> yeah, when I start to sigh, that's a good sign that, you know, I really don't like talked about these things because I I really hate that we need to. But it's a thing, so we'll go on from there. So dealing with trying to uh trying to figure this out. So the like I said, the question the question on board the whole damn thing is is that ultimately going to be a detriment to getting things <sighs> working better when all else is said and done? Is it a viable strategy against the whole, we're just... <laughs> oh, God, I, I, I don't want to... I don't want See, the problem is the, the reference that I want to make is such a furry reference to, to some degree. Is, is it a fair way of dealing with the hyena army? And uh, I'm really hoping that some folks understand that reference from, uh, from, uh, the Lion King. Because I don't want to go all Godwin on our, and everything, but you know, I still kind of have to go all kind of Godwin at this point. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I I caught some other articles this week uh, that really did not sit well, and I, I knew they weren't going to sit well with with a lot of people. Um the whole cop 26 summit the the big climate thing that just happened recently you mean cop out 26 thank you uh where there were all these promises made that there was going to be restrictions and regulations and outright turning off of basically right now as it stands from what I could, from what I got now, again, this is just me, so don't uh, don't go jumping down my throat. Um, Biden basically said that no more, no more drilling, no more oil, no more this, no more that. But then turned around and said to China and OPEC, "Please open up your taps and give us energy." Because gas prices are going up here, and he's getting well, blamed for it. <laughs> well, and not, well, <laughs> it's political. And okay, and there was a picture just recently, and again, I'm I'm coming back up north. There was a picture of a tanker bringing oil from the Middle East to Eastern Canada, where it's going to be loaded on trains and trucks and moved east or moved west. Because we, as a nation, we as a continent, well, we have all of these resources, but we can't touch them because of regulations. But we seem perfectly fine telling other nations to do it for us. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why I think people like Biden and Trudeau need to be called out by their own people because they are leading 
us and, and wow, I'm sounding like I'm sounding like those dudes down in the Bible Belt, and I I can't believe I'm doing this. Well, I must be getting old. Maybe fin- finish your thought because I want I want to yeah. I want to see where it's going to so, be. Yeah. So, so my thoughts on this is that the leaders right now they have a vision, and I respect that vision. The idea of renewable resources of decentralized power generation. As a matter of fact, there's uh, there's an initiative taking place up here right now where they're going to start authorizing people to be able to not only produce their own energy, but if they end up producing more than they need, they can actually sell it back to the grid at a profit. Yeah, they which, actually banned that down here yeah, in several well, states and other and ones. Apparently they're, but, other ones charge you to put it back into the grid because you're yeah. quote-unquote stressing the grid. Yeah, which is which is a fine so, way of saying the utility companies aren't making their billion dollars. So yeah, you know, so yeah, once they caught people actually saving money on solar, they started saying, okay, well, if you're going to rig out your house with solar and the grid, you're putting extra stress on the grid, so we're going to tax you for that. Yeah, and they got politicians behind it, and then yeah. on top of it, they said, well, you know, if you're going to put, um, people started actually getting earning money by putting more solar into the grid than they were using mm-hmm. in, in the really sunny parts of the U S yeah. So the, the companies rather than paying them out said, Oh, well you're stressing out the grid. So we're going to charge you for putting energy back into the grid. Yeah. And the well, politicians now- signed off on it. And yeah. there's a lot of places that if you have a house and you're not hooked up to the grid and you're running solely on electricity, you can actually have your house declared unlivable because it's not part of the infrastructure and it makes it illegal. Yeah. And that concept is spreading in the U.S. slowly, but it's happening. Yeah. It's a case of give us money, give us more money, and if you don't do what we say, you can't live in the house. Yeah. End of story. And whereas up here, they're actually working on the reverse of that which we've actually been able to do already. Like uh, a place I worked, we were looking at putting our own generator in for our own electrical consumption. Uh, the cost, I think, at the time was $5 million. Uh, the upkeep wasn't that bad. And within five years, we would have paid it off with being able to put money back into the grid because of the size of the generator. Nice. Now, again, this is before solar became a thing. And uh, look... I'm going to be honest, up here, solar ain't going to cut it. We don't have enough sunshine throughout the year to really, to, to really pull it off. Like the, the solar to me sounds like a very California solution. Well, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's definitely a very much a, uh, 22 and a half degrees North and South latitude problem. Yeah. 5 p.m. is pitch black here right yeah. now. And even during the summer, you know, and of course you get one forest fire and <laughs> yeah, you're boned. Anyways, um, to my point, leaders who want to do stuff like that, it's fine. But the thing is, you have to, this is not something you can hit with a wrecking ball and expect to change direction. You have to nudge this. It's a long game. And and to say that, like, there's been talk that the reason the gas prices went up and stuff is because they're trying to force people into working with renewals. And the thing is, okay, you know what? Going to renewals is fine. 
but you don't have the infrastructure right now. The life cycle of things like windmills and solar panels are not enough. Like, okay, so you blow what 10, 15 grand on solar panels to, um, you know, for your house, they last what, 10 years, maybe then you got to get them replaced. And that, I've, I, that, I, I've, that depends on how well you take care of them. Okay, what, guys, yeah, whether guys, there, there's a guys, lot of details. Guys, guys, yeah, too far down this area. Yeah, the the, the but, long and short of it is, yeah, the, the, the long and short is that while the ideal is good and while the goal sounds great, there is a method to do it that you don't hurt your people. And right now, the governments are hurting their people, and there's also a crap ton of hypocrisy showing up that these people need to be called out on. I don't care who they are. I don't care what power they have. I don't care what position they're in. I think they're just all posturing anyway. If you happen to see that picture, it was taken from there of all of the leaders throwing coins into the fountain. The whole thing is, is a, it's, it's all a game. It's all posturing. And Stephanie put in the chat, wind power and water power. Okay. Um, wind. Sure. Uh, I'm good for that. Hydro or like hydroelectric dams in my part of the world. eh, We don't really have much capacity for that. You go a couple of provinces east of Manitoba. They're swimming in it. No pun intended. Yeah, Manitoba is also no, is also known as the land of a thousand lakes, and we got dams everywhere there, and they're doing fine. Quebec, much as I don't like to talk about them, they have the potential to have all. They could be just drowning in hydroelectric power. So what that comes down to is opportunity, resource availability, but unfortunately, you also have politics, which means. Okay, you've got all this wonderful power. You want to send it off to somewhere? Well, no, because your premier is a stinky is a stinky fat doo doo head. It's there, like there, Rich said. It's all politics, and, and it's that, all bad for you. Yeah, and that and that seems to be a part of the part of the biggest problem of it all. Uh, Bridget, is it? Do you think that it's fair to say that? Uh, what I was saying earlier, that those that would otherwise be labeled as liberal or progressives are the ones who are much, much more willing to bite somebody who deserves it, no matter where they happen to be sitting in whichever demographic. Um, It depends on the group. I mean, there are so many different factions Sadly, yeah, they're they're and and they you know or want to uh, you know turn against each other, you know. But there's that saying: the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I'm just going to say that one. That I I find that one in particular bullshit because I ain't going to trust my enemy. Oh, I wouldn't trust my enemy either. But you know, sometimes there is solidarity in numbers. Something to be said for that. It's like, you don't shoot at me. I don't shoot at you. We both shoot at this guy. Then we'll deal with each other. The problem with the concept of the enemy of my enemy is friend. 
is that it's not a true factual statement. It's a probability, and it's a hopeful one at that. It doesn't mean truth. We, we have seen it time and time again when America has gotten involved in other countries' politics and wars, no, we would and never we do side that. with that the wrong. enemy of the group that we determine to be the enemy. We side with the other group, and then they turn into our enemy still. Yeah, because they only used us for the power that we had, or we used them for the power that they had, or every both sides used each other, and now both sides are pissed off. I don't, I don't buy into that statement. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Uh... Yeah, am I thinking of the right group, by the way, there, Tech? Mujahideen? Did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Mujahideen. The Mujahideen. That, that's one. I believe the Taliban was one of them. Well, uh, memory serves. The and my, my, my history is not really clear on a lot of these pieces. If memory serves, the Mujahideen are the group that was funded by the U.S. for military weaponry, thanks, um, I, I forget who it was that was actually in, uh, important for making that happen, but be this it may. <laughs> um, aren't they the ones that turned into the Taliban? I believe so. Like, uh, Rambo 3 and the last Timothy Dalton James Bond movie? Both had a particular character in it, Osama bin Laden, as an ally to the main characters. So, just let that sink in a little bit. And that's yeah. because America did actually arm Osama bin Laden before yeah. he was a force majeure. Yeah, yep. as it were. Yep, um, Felix has got it. Yeah, funded and trained. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and then a, look how well that worked out for us. Well, you know, just ask anybody that was in the trade towers that day. Yeah, I threw a link in the uh, I threw a link in the show notes or in the thing here. Yeah, uh, this was a book. I remember this one. What it if if this is the book that I think it is, uh, it's one that sort of details all the times the CIA went to try to mess up another government to make it bend to America's interests. Uh, Cuba. The guy that Castro took all the power away from was American-backed. Mm -hmm. uh, Nicaragua. Uh, we got lots of good uh, memories of old Ronnie and Ollie North on that one now, didn't we? Um, Iran and Iraq. We U.S. stuck their nose in that one, and look how that turned out. Yeah. Uh, so the, the thing is, like... <sighs> And the worst part is, in some cases, we stick our nose in because everybody else is begging us to, because nobody else will do it. Yeah. The UN doesn't have a police force, a military force, that well, can compete with China or us or some of the other countries. You're, you're right. They they have a peacekeeping force, like the Blue Helmets, which... Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, Canada, and a stick. Canada was was one of the highest ranked members of that peacekeeping force for many years, and they did a lot of good in their own right you know, trying to keep the peace, not push people back, but make sure that non-combatants 
got out of the area, made sure that hostilities were contained. Like, look, you two guys want to blow each other's brains out? Go right ahead. Here's the six block radius you can play in. You step out of it, we take care of it. And people just kind of went, okay, you yeah. know? Now, there's a, there's, a, there's a piece about this that I'm, I want to bring us kind of back on the track for in particular. Yes, these things have happened in my country's past and very likely in my country's current day. And I say most likely because it's a non-zero number, and I'm really personally pissed about that, be that as it may. All these problems have arisen over the over the decades after World War II. The paranoia factor, the red scare factor, the uh, what what did they call it? The the domino principle, or the domino doctrine, or whatever whatever the hell it was exactly that they called it. The idea that if when the Cold War came in. If we don't go after, if we don't go after containing them, the Soviets, reminding you that this was when the Soviet Union was still a thing, then the world will be slowly gobbled up by them. And then what are we going to do? So we got to meet them and make sure that we keep them contained because we're the go-go good guys. Which yeah. of course played into the whole exceptionalism thing, but where where I'm trying to bring this into the back into the focus of it all is we had seen this decade after decade after decade where it has just caused more grief time and again, and who the hell ends up stepping up to to backlash and finally say no, cut it the hell out. The only ones that do are the ones that are the losers. And in this case, that means the families of the people that have died from these things. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, you were talking earlier about, you know, the different camps and which ones are more likely to eat their own. Mm. Uh, I've been watching a few speeches recently because for some reason they end up in my YouTube suggested list. Probably because I watched too many people trolling each other from, you know, TikTok or whatever. But there have been speeches made by some Republican senators and other members of Congress. They've actually been calling out Bush, like W. Bush, for some of the things he screwed up back in the day to, to show. And I see where what they're doing. Because... They, they level their crosshairs at, at Biden right now and accuse him of all this stuff. And of course, the Dems are going to come back and say, well, you're no better. And what these politicians are saying, you're right. We're not. You know, we've all made mistakes. We should all be focusing on the people, not the power. It's an interesting pivot. Uh, I, I don't know how. And the thing is, back then, I really didn't give a damn what side of anything was on. I just knew that Bush was a moron uh, and who couldn't get his, he He kept mixing his metaphors. Mm. You know, the, 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 the fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I won't get fooled again. We talked about that one. Um, Mr. Scott was rolling in his grave. Amen to that. And, and Chekhov was probably going, maybe it was not invented in Russia. No, not that one. 
especially not if moron like him say it. Um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I, honestly, I, I do think that uh, the, the pivot is just to show that uh, maybe we've all gone too far. And that people are starting to realize it. And the American people are starting to get mad at the fact that we elected you. You're not doing anything for us. Especially now when things are bad and you need leadership, you need solutions that don't hurt or that don't hurt as much. You know, like it's, I, I think people are starting to wise up and the whole thing about eating their own. I think it is a good, I've, I've said it before. I think it is a good thing because it's going to, I think out of it, you're finally going to get people that actually give a damn about the people who elected them. I, I think I'm hoping that we're starting to see that and that we're not just, you know, we're not just waiting for the toilet to flush again and get plugged up with, you know, because what your midterms are coming up next year. Yeah. So that, that decides right there. Can, can government keep going or is it going to be two years of being hobbled because the Republicans control everything and all you have is a democratic president and, a. and I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole bunch of there. There's, there are a lot of people in power down there that I really don't respect because they don't seem to respect anybody but themselves. And I could sit here and name names all night on all sides and it's not going to, it's not going to help at all. You know, there is, there is something about that. Looking at stuff from, from the outside, it is very easy to talk about this exact kind of thing and talk about it in terms of it is an elected. It, okay. The, the, the terminology is not a hundred percent, but just bear with me a second. It is an elected good old boys club but it's much more the the silver spooned variant and not all boys either so oh yeah it's the elites that's the financial elites yes well yeah that's exactly what it is it's the golden rule he who has the gold makes the rules You know, there's a certain point where I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this one up. There's a certain point where I'm, I, I'm looking over the water at, at Joseph and the history of France and thinking to myself, you know, once upon a time ago, there were, uh, there were a nice couple of folks that were super uber financially wealthy and in power and at the detriment of everybody else, and that didn't exactly end very well for several of them. 
you know, you could make a religion out of this. No, don't. There's a there's well, a there's a reference. You know, you know after they abolished, uh, uh, you're referring to the revolution, of course. Of course. But after they abolished uh, Catholicism, uh, they tried replacing it with uh, the Church of Reason. And it didn't really work out. Yeah. Well, this is a piece I'm not totally familiar with. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna need to load up a little bit on that one. I told you before, my 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 historical knowledge is somewhat limited in various areas. I'm definitely not a a complete font of all information. Hence, the reason why I've got people that help me. Yeah, but um, it didn't work out because. Uh imposing something on people doesn't really work. Yeah. And it, the revolution was all about uh, um, abolishing the imposition by the rich of... Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> it, it's funny. I, I just went up to... I, I went to go look for Church of Reason. It's like, oh my god, they have a Facebook page. So I think I got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> that exists. That exists today. Apparently, <laughs> dude, uh, we have a Facebook page. Don't look as that as being a, a big end all be all of anything. You know better than that. Apparently, there's a Church of Reason in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, okay, maybe maybe they're supposed to be in in Toledo, which which is in Spain, and got lost <laughs> on the way. What, I don't know what. What's it look like? Uh, give me a second here. Let me let me pop this. It's up. A, it, it's it's a kind of cool HTML page with uh, Facebook in the corner, but that's not important right now. Uh, Church of Reasons from Biz Bizopedia. Uh, oh, wait a second. Sorry. Uh, yeah, there are two companies that go by the name of Church of Reason. Uh, there's one in Ohio. Uh, and then there's one in, uh, California, but they don't really say anything. Uh, okay. Yeah. One was filed February 7th, 1928. The one in Ohio was registered September 12th, 2008 and Interesting. Time travelers. Gotta hate them. Yeah. yeah. Or a tax well, shelter. No, I, I mean, it could be one of well, the, yeah, I wanted to know more about what the uh, what this Church of Reason was in France. I'm I'm curious now. Uh, again, I don't know much about the French Revolution. Uh, is yeah, it, here comes the naivete. Uh, was that the one where uh, Marie Antoinette kind of let things go to her head? Um, she kind of let her head go. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so you know, yeah, let let let, she, let she them eat her head. Yeah, so, you know, how do you answer let them eat cake off of their head? Yeah, well, that was, um, a lot of that is actually myth, but. Yeah, uh, I figured as much. <laughs> but yeah, the, sure. the, the overall ideal was there, even if, if, even if the, the terminology used was apocryphal. Yeah. Well, yeah, the idea, she was, she was basically a scapegoat chosen to embody the ideal, which means, uh, you know, we need to impose this on someone, so yeah, they took her. Yeah. 
Which isn't she, to she say was that. The, uh... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, which which is not to mean that she was uh, uh, completely innocent of all of the stuff that was going on, but no, most assuredly, she was definitely not the the main actor of it all. Oh no, not by a long shot. Yeah. In the in the chase involving the bears of the common people, she was the slowest runner. Um. Yeah, kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the joke. <laughs> But, but it 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 tends to come from the outside more than anything else, doesn't it? These uh, the these big changes when yeah. things get too top heavy that scares me. Well, it, that scares me a lot. Just right now, you've got so many people who are used to the power they've held for so many years in Congress and in the Senate and in the White House. You've got, you know, there are families involved. There are bloodlines almost in some cases. And you've got people who have been there for longer than you and I have been alive, Shujin. There are people in seated in Congress who've been there almost as long as you and I have walked this earth. That's a lot of time. That's, and that's, that's time to see a lot of the world change. But yeah. they, they hold fast onto the views and ideologies that they've always had because they think that, well, this is the way it's always been. You know, you, you have to understand that I've always been like this and you should just look up to me because I have the experience. And, and I'm sorry, uh, again, I'm going to take another jab here at somebody. Uh, but when Nancy Pelosi started the whole thing with the lockdowns and showed her $10,000 refrigerator full of ice cream that's yeah worth more than you and I make in a week, I'm sorry. The optics on that really, really sucked. Yeah. Uh, just just very quickly, uh, I, I was about – the reason why I was laughing before is not because I was out of touch, but because what was going through my head was when you can measure your political career in, in longevity against Tom Jones' recording career, you need to get out. Yeah. Yeah, when you're uh, when you're 88 years old, don't announce that you're running for re-election. No, and I mean, come yeah. on. There is there is something. To, there is not only just something to that, but there is a decided problem where two generations, two generations, have not been given the mentoring to pick up the reins. I want, to, I, I want folks to kind of think about that. The overall, the overall average age of those in the, in the body politic, and I, I don't care where it is, think about what that is right now. Because if memory serves, here in the U.S., the average age is somewhere in the 
upper 60s, as I recall. Which means that the, the ideals that the most, the, that the majority of these people have got date back to when they were in their twenties, which puts them back easily, easily 40 years ago. Yeah. Which now puts them back into the time of Reagan. Yeah. As an influence. And we know for well here in the U.S., as much as he was touted as such a wonderful personality, and at the time I thought he probably was, because reminding you at this time I'm 11 years old, I thought, okay, he took down the solar panels off of the White House, but you know what? He seems to be really nice with everybody, and everybody seems to like him, so sure, why not? Only to find out all the years later, what a what a fuck he was. And these people have been influenced by how that's played out. And we know full well, economically, what's happened to the world since 1980. And how, yeah. how the, the middle class is dying a slow cut of a thousand cuts. If I could, uh, if I could rehash a quote from a while ago, and I'll, I'll even throw it in the notes if you want. Oh, get lost. I wrote the Dune series because I had this idea that charismatic leaders ought to come with a warning label on their forehead. Quote, maybe dangerous to your health, unquote. One of the most dangerous presidents. Oh, wow. One of the most dangerous presidents we had in this century was John Kennedy, because people said, yes, sir, Mr. Charismatic Leader, what do we do next? And we wound up in Vietnam. And I think uh, probably the most valuable... <laughs> Hold on. And I think probably the most valuable president of this country was Richard Nixon. Dot, dot, dot. Because he taught us to distrust government, and he did it by example. That's fair. Yeah. That but is it fair. Rolls, but it rolls to Reagan. It rolls to Clinton. It rolls to Trump. And even in some ways, it rolls to the aw shucks, good old boy. Yeah, I ain't too good with my words, but let my actions speak for me. Bush. They were all very charismatic types of leaders. And in the end, we were more than happy to kick their butts out the door when the term limits expired. Or in H.W. Bush's case, after his first term. I'm thinking really hard on some of this. Because I'm also thinking back on another quote, or at least a, a, an attributed quote, although it's not might makes right, but might for right. King Arthur, Camelot. Charismatic leaders are only as good as the person that wields the charisma. Yep. Just like with any tool. Mm -hmm. 
Well, what is charisma? That's an excellent question. And that's a really easy one to just start to answer. Well, easy, the charisma. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, Joseph, the, um, the idea of the survival by imitation. Ah. The charismatic person is the one you want to imitate. Yep. Basically, like they're the ones that they are the dear leader. It was a loaded question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a, no, it's it's still a, it's still a fair question because when oh, the hell yeah. do we really think about it? Okay, the uh, the tongue in uh, cheek for a second. When do we usually think about it? When we need to make a saving throw. After that, when do we really try to understand what that is? We don't. We just accept it as it it is what it is. You 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 start off with uh, the clicks in uh, in your younger years in school. You have it with the people that you share ideals with, who are your friends and those who aren't. And in in societal in in general society, it all comes down to those are those with the charisma or exude it, or, or whatever the term is that you want to use for it, to me, they are the ones who are the embodiment of the ideals that groups want to uh, ascribe to, to attain to, to reach to. They are the yeah. embodiment of what they think is right, just, and the lofty enough goal to reach for. And again, if those people are good people, people who have the, the, who want to use their position of authority for the betterment of others, then they arguably are considered good. Yes, heretic woman's air quote, good. And they're the ones that we are hoping that the charisma would be for drawing people in to have to 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 have a functional dialogue if everybody is actually working together to to, to have a proper dialogue that is uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, the, 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 uh, every, everybody's, everybody's working on an even keel. Everybody, everybody's, um, trusting that everybody else is in good faith, good faith acting. That's, that's the word I was looking for. God, that was five minutes of me fumbling around to try to actually explain how I see charisma. Yeah. Fuck. We don't look really at, think uh, about these things, do we? Shit. Well, I mean, look at, um, even on a smaller scale, look at uh, guys like Jim Jones. Is that his name? Jim yeah. Jones or John Jones? You know, no, it's Jim Jones. Yeah. God look damn. at uh, there's another one. Uh, let me find. I want to find him because somebody actually did a song about him, which was really cool. Uh, let me see if I can find the song yeah. and I can get the name. Yeah. Well, while he's looking for that, Joseph, you know this stuff a little bit better than we do. Charisma. How would you be defining it? Uh, exactly as uh, as Dallin said, 
I mean, it takes um, a certain mindset for it even to exist. A charisma. And it's totally subjective, but I mean, um, charisma for me. I'm drawn to people with a full toolbox. I don't know how to put that. No, that's fair. Uh, people who have had enough experience in life to, um, to really, um, yeah, just to, to, to know what the fuck they're talking about. That's fair. But to somebody who is unwilling or unable to judge, make value judgments for themselves, it's completely something else. I mean, it's just like a, it's a set of ideals because ideals, ideals and concepts, that's not at all reality. So, um, somebody who's told that this person has what it takes, um, for them, charisma is something, the charisma, they they sense is completely different. Uh, just trying to find. No, it's okay, man. Yeah, you know this. This, this is one of the reasons why doing a, a long form talk the way that we do is challenging sometimes. Uh, trying to understand ideals of how we behave as as peoples that we otherwise don't break down to, to understand why do we do the way that we do? God, that is, oh, man. But you're, you're completely right in that, is that normally um, we don't think about this kind of stuff. We just deal, you know, we react and we deal with the, the consequences or the quote-unquote symptoms. God, it's, it, it's, it's, just so, it's just so weird for me. I never took anything even close to a philosophy course. I have learned so much from just talking with people and, and, and learning about this stuff and learning that it's really important to look at what it is that you do and then just go, all right, so why do you do that? And yeah, why, why the fuck did I think just what I, why, why did I think what I was thinking? What I just thought, why did I have that thought? That's, that's, you know, I mean, sorry, I'm always repeating myself, but I mean, that's really the best thing you can ask yourself. No, there's no, no, re- no you're reason presented for you to with, be. You're, you're presented with a set of options. Um, you know, skepticism is a great thing, but if you want to take it to a new level, um, question the options presented to you. Why only those options? Are there other options? Is there a better option? But most of us tend to react, and myself included, we tend to, to, to react to whatever is placed in front of us and not think further than that. And that's okay. even including our own behavior. Like, you know, um, well, especially where my work is concerned, you know, I may know how to do something very well, but, um, when I'm working with my colleagues, um, you know, I have to stop for a second. I was thinking, yeah, maybe they know a better way. I'd see about that. But that, 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 that can also be seen by, uh, by, uh, survived by imitators. That could be seen as a fault. There's a, 
How'd you come up, Ben? Uh, okay. It turns out the song that I was, I was looking for, it was, uh, it's by a Swedish band called ghost and the song is called he is. And I, I thought it was, it was sort of a, a poke at one of these very charismatic religious leaders that you would see like back in the eighties, like the ones that had like an almost cult following. And I was trying to get the name of the person he was impersonating in the video. I couldn't find it. And I'm starting to think that maybe it was just a generalization song about charismatic people basically leading you off the cliff and you blindly follow because they are they are dear leader they are the ones to whom you must pledge absolute fealty and to deviate is to completely lose yourself you know it's the complete absence of critical thought yeah once you're outside your bubble you're lost yeah, if if you don't know how to make value judgments, well, yeah, and and that's the thing, and and I think you were away when I when I said this. I think survival by imitation, and let me, uh, I can rephrase it a little bit better. You are the space shuttle. Surviving by imitation are the solid rocket boosters that get you into orbit. They get you ninety percent of the way to your mission. The other 10%, the critical thought where you think for yourself, take you, take what you've experienced, evaluate, mold it, cut away the, what you don't need and focus on what you do need. That's what puts the shuttle on the right course to perform its mission. That's, that's where the critical thought comes in. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to discount completely survival by imitation because that's how you learn. But at some point, you have to take over and take responsibility for yourself. And that's where a lot of people fall apart or just don't do these days. Does that make sense, Joseph? Am I, am I barking up the right tree here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I tend to talk a lot and I'm right caffeinated tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, so am I. <laughs> so. <laughs> ah, brothers in coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freya, Freya, yeah. On the cafe, huh? <laughs> yeah. We're trembling in sync. <laughs> yeah, this is the hand that I shoot with. Oh. If okay. you and if you get that reference, you're my people. I do, I do. Uh, uh, we got uh, we got about another uh, uh couple of minutes before I have to see about wrapping things up a little bit. Uh, I I did I did not sleep at all well yesterday. Um so I'm kind of dragging myself a little bit. Uh, I had my coffee earlier, so I think I've got enough to, to make it through to finish things off over here. Um, Dallin, I think you and I need to kind of sit back a little bit. The, uh, we need to yeah, get the, uh, the other guys again, for I, the little bit. Yeah. Not, it, not I a, talk too much on this show. No. You're well, just making it for all the uh, lost time. I know, but if I kept coming that's back fine. every week, I just, uh, that's what I just keep thinking is that everybody's like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's on here again. All right. I, I'm going to uh, go, I'm going to go do this because he's just going to talk all night. Uh, there have been, there have been shows where it was just Shujin and I. <laughs> Those are kind of awkward. Yeah. Well, I always think that about myself too. So don't. You think don't that's a worry. 
man, when I, when I was trying to do the, uh, uh, the phone cast as, uh, as a just me and hoping that people would mm. dial in so that I could record it yeah. to send it over to, um, uh, KTQA. Yeah. I know it's fun. Our nice friends over there on the left coast with, uh, with, uh, Sam and Becky. Uh, yeah, that did, that didn't. That didn't, that didn't exactly. pan out. No, no, it didn't. Well, I, what, 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 uh, uh, yeah. Um, I totally missed that. Why didn't that work out? Uh, nobody called. Well, nobody a, called. Well, I had one caller and that didn't end well. And <laughs> it was me talking, basically doing five minute freestyle for 45 minutes straight. Yeah. Is basically what it ended up because there, there's, well, no calls, but the monologue show. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, I gotta I gotta pull the way in here. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> God, I missed this. Um <laughs> we have no like we have a grand total of 128 subscribers to this show. Which is not a lot of yeah, there's not a lot of press, there's not a lot of um no. Open advertisement about it, and I mean it's because, and I think it's largely because this is just us wanting to get together and kvetch about stuff. Yeah, and and I think that's why is that you know we have we have a couple of very loyal listeners, and I I try to say that in the most praising way possible. We've got Stephanie, we've got Felis, we we've had a few others that have come in ever so often. Uh, ones I can't remember off the top of my head right now because I've been away for so long. Um. You know, if, I mean, if, if we, if we did a bigger sort of marketing push, maybe structure things a little, like there are a lot of things we could do, um, to get the amount of subscribers where you could get a phone in show. But like, if you look at things like, uh, ask an atheist or, uh, Oh, I'm about to create the sin, but the, what's the big one? Um, one that the holy Tr- the unholy trinity he's on uh what's his show called uh you might be thinking of uh uh austin yes yeah like i said i've <laughs> okay. i've been out of the loop matt okay Dillahunty? thank you the one that the show that matt's on oh the if hang you, up yeah if you look yeah, at i their, love that show yeah but if you look at their subscriber counts i mean they've got they're in the tens of thousands so yeah, they've got a. But he huge... also started on TV too. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that they, a lot of these places have a massive base of of subscribers and and fans that are willing to come in and talk. Same thing with uh, Seth Andrews on the Thinking Atheist. He has no problem getting people to come in because everybody because he's grown the audience. You know, uh, I. <laughs> it's funny. I have a podcast. I haven't done it in a while since I started working because I've been focusing on working and I bitch about that. Nobody's listened, but then I see, well, you have to learn to grow your audience. It's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to be lazy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know. Shujin did figure out how to bring trolls to the yard though. Yes, I did. Oh yeah. We, oh. yeah, we have the, we have the, the algorithm now. Yeah. yeah. Throwing yeah. something about vaccination and they come out of the woodwork. <laughs> Oh, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. Lord love a duck. <laughs> Nothing yeah, I love duck. more than seeing sock puppet accounts come out of the woodwork. Thanks, people. 
I had to learn the word suck bumping account. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Did did, uh, did that come out? I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, that's your three, I think, tonight. (laughs) Eh, Whatever you show your rules. But, um, yeah, since, uh, I mean, we, we, we are getting pretty close in. All right. So you and me kind of take this out of the equation. Um, Bridget, you've had the, the, the least amount to, to talk about. Is, is there anything even close, maybe not even specifically close topic wise that, uh, you want to, you want to drop out there? Mm, no. Not helpful, I know. <laughs> it is one of those things where you know it's. Uh, I, I know full. I know full well going into this one that it was going to be kind of hard to try to pull in necessarily. So <laughs> it is what it is. That's fine. Yeah. Tech. Yes. I throw it over to you. You're you're effectively the the bottom tier of the match game panel right now. Uh, and there are some people right now that are just like, oh, the dum dum tier. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I once made out with a manatee. <laughs> oh, the humanity. That wouldn't be Hugh, would it? That's, no, that's no. A different. His name was not Hugh. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, Bridget. We 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 met Human at uh, at ReasonCon, didn't we? Yeah. Yes, we did. That's a, that's a that's a that's a whole other thing. Anyway, um, yeah. W- was there anything left over uh for you on the table that you wanted to put? Make sure it was. In there? I, I I got nothing. You guys did a great job tonight. I was just like arm candy tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> arm candy. Oh, okay. Took <laughs> <laughs> him a little bit there for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not eye candy because he doesn't have a camera turned on, which is perfectly fine by me. Oh, candy well, with a candy my candy. profile's got a nice beard. Oh. And that case, we have a good TikTok. In that case, uh, Joseph, since you know anything left over for you, uh, I, I'm expecting it probably would be no. No, not really. No. No. Okay. No, we didn't dwell that much on today's topic, but tried to. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, this this show was a tangent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When isn't it? When I actually come up with a a, a topic that's a lot more a lot more um, ironclad. This one, unfortunately, ends up being a, a, a little bit more esoteric. So, well, why um, don't next time? Why don't we start off topic, and then maybe that way, if we do a tangent, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll do the THX thing in a topic sense. We all go random, and then eventually we hit that chord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's that's entirely that's entirely plausible. Uh, considering timing wise, calendar. Next week puts us on the 20... Oh, that's right. It's going to be after U.S. Thanksgiving. Yay. Do uh, with stuff, I guess. A little bit. You know, we'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. Anyway, um, 
Dellen, is is there any like ten second thing left over for you at this point? Um Don't be afraid to call out your leaders. Because even though they are leaders, they are still human, they are still fallible, and if if you see them driving for the cliff, for God's sakes, take the wheel. Depends on which country well, you're in. Well, think think about it like this. It's, it's your job to call out your leaders because they're your leaders by your choice. It's supposed to be that way anyways. For too long, people have lived in, the people have lived in fear of the government. It should be the other way around. And I just butchered that one. Not too badly, though. Yeah. I know what you're referencing. Uh, I, I couldn't remember who it was that said it, but... V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. It should be uh, it's something along the lines of people fear their government. The government should fear the people. Yeah. And I'm wondering Which, if again, maybe that was, uh, uh, that was borrowed from 200 years ago or more, but what do I know? Anyway, since uh, since we're gonna wrap up over here, um, let me let me drop this in here. What was said about it's good to call out your leaders when they're wrong. Yeah, it is your civic duty, and in some areas, it is even codified that you are not only supposed to, you're allowed to. You are enshrined with that ability. And it's still a hard thing to do because nobody wants to be seen as rocking the boat. But you don't have to be necessarily out there with a bullhorn. You don't necessarily need to be out there setting dumpster fires, figuratively and literally. It's okay. You're not doing anything wrong by saying, hey, you're doing something wrong. But if you're going to do it, make sure that you're dead to rights correct. More importantly, you need to make sure that whatever it is that you're going to do, if you're going to call somebody out on something, if you're going to call them out onto the carpet for doing something wrong, you need to make sure that you are right. Don't make it a knee-jerk reaction. Make sure that you get everything right before you jump. It's tough. It's really tough because we want to do, especially because of our egos. But you need to make sure that you have your ego set aside and you're doing for the right reasons. And if ever you want to go ahead and wonder, how do I figure out if I've got the right, you're already starting off in a good foot. Question everything. Question yourself. And if you're not sure, like it says in the horrible scopes, maybe ask a 12-year-old. There's a reason why you don't work with kids in show business. It's because they're honest. Get an honest opinion. And then jump. With that, we need to get on out of here. Thank you, everybody. 
as always, for being with us. Hope that you had yourself uh, an enjoyable time listening to whatever this turned into, and you got something worthwhile thinking about for the week ahead for you. So over in the chat, Felis, Stephanie, guys, thank you. Take care of yourselves. Please stay safe. Um, I don't see anything that's going to be stopping us for uh, continuing over the next couple of weeks. So, of course, as always, you know, I'll keep everybody apprised as to whether or not shows are going on. Guys, thank you. Joseph, you have a good morning. You take care of yourself. Be safe this week, huh? Oh, you too, sir. Um, um, see y'all next week. I'm going to try. Tech, thank you. Good to have you back. And uh, you too, man. You take care of yourself, right? Absolutely. You guys have a good night too. Bridget, I wonder how many people are on your list for tonight. Well, I'm going to give a special fuck you to Judge Bruce Schroeder. I'm sure I have absolutely no idea why that could ever possibly have happened. Oh, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> yeah, that one's uh, that was a big fair one right there. Um, uh, I would I would offer up for you uh, a gen a general and generic fuck you. Also, I think should go out there to all the people who would be part of the military justice department who have not yet gone after General Flynn's ass? Uh, yeah. Anybody who could do something about that and take action and is not you. I don't know who you are, what your names are, but fuck you anyway. Because we know what your job is supposed to be. Yep. Even if you apparently don't seem to, but we'll leave that aside. But still, you take care of yourself. Be safe this week, hey? You too. Dallin, this puts you in an unenviable position of going, wow, shit. We have to call this night, don't we? <laughs> so thank you for being able to be able, uh, be part of this tonight. God, I really am starting to drag out. I can't even get my goddamn finishing done right. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was good to be back. Good that I was able to add uh, uh, a couple of cents to this one tonight. I mean, it was kind of yeah. like I said, it was my fault that uh, this one even came up. So I figured I better make a good accounting for it. You did. And, and once YouTube lets me get this one, I'll be sure to have it up on the site. Uh, <laughs> No, it, it's funny. Like I'll go back the next day. Like I'll I'll go back on Sunday uh, to try to grab a video, and it'll either not let me. It'll throttle it to the point where it takes three hours to download to get the audio. Um, I don't know. It, it seems I almost have to wait a week before I could even get it. So I don't know what it is. It's it's YouTube. See what we can do about that. Yeah. But even so, your stuff. Uh, if anybody wants to know what I was talking about, I am the custodian or the curator of all our audio over at holycraftheblogcast.com. Uh, currently getting the uh, past episodes up there uh, right now. Uh, as for myself, 
like I said, I do have a podcast. It's been kind of sidelined for the past few months, owing to the fact that I've been working, but it's still up there. It's still being worked on. I'm still writing, trying to write as best I can. And you can find that over at kickit.yo5.ca. Thank you, man. Really do appreciate it. And uh, for those of you that might follow other uh, audio drama um, comic book sets, you you may hear Dallin's voice out there someday. No, we're not going to give you any more information than that. You have to go looking around. Maybe yeah. if you ask really nicely, we'll, we'll explain. Not today. Not today. Someday. And for the rest of your life, you'll kind of wonder. Whatever. All the information for contact is at holycrapthevlogcast.com. If you'd like to use the voice line, the number is 859-HCTV-554. 859-4288-554. You'd think I'd have that number memorized and muscle memoried, and I kind of do, but I'm always paranoid enough. It's kind of like being a uh, kind of like being a, a violinist and playing Ina Klein Nocta music. And you, you know that you know what the notes are that you're supposed to play, but you still want to have the sheet music in front of you, you know? You, you some of you don't know. Trust me, it's 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 a terrifying thing momentarily. Um as was mentioned, next week is American Thanksgiving. I know most folks are probably not going to hear this out there, but please remember, if you don't necessarily need to, please don't go traveling in large groups. We know full well that people still want to because, I mean, holidays. But if you do travel in groups, please, please take every possible precaution. Be vaccinated. I'm not going to say get vaccinated because it's too late for that. Be vaccinated. Wear a mask. Just be careful. Because we want you to be back and we want you to be safe and we want you to be healthy more than anything else. Please, please take care of yourselves. Other than that, I can't think of anything else that we need to tell you other than, of course, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, too damned many years later, I am still in love with you. Mom. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. So until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.